It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. Take out the rocket and I'm with the woo. We everlasting. I got a star fire that be natural. In the be plastic. Whipping that, they come with that. While I be swerving in traffic. In the opposition, better not. Cause they know what's gonna happen. Talk to that boy on FaceTime. Heard he got hit us a flatline. Don't know what you would do about yours. But I'ma go Kanye by mine. My drill too cold, you catching them on you. After the beating, I gave it Corona. Send me the drop in my. Be on it. Only for God, now show my opponent. Yeah. Ain't no complaining about making a bad, but you gotta get it if you really want it. it. We be the that fuck up the city, they know us for clapping at all our opponents. Look, pull up what's cracking. Pull up, pull up what happened. A lot of guns in automatics. A lot of guns in automatics. Pull up what's cracking. What's going on, internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams, and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 59, we're going to be getting into Normani and Cardi B, Wildside, Pop Smoke's new album called Faith, Pokemon Go Fest 2021, and Blueface's new single called TikTok. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, Click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I've gotten through the intro, let's switch it up and get into Normani and Cardi B Wildside. Hey, 
to the highlands Drip, drip, drip when you slide in Fit, 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 baby, ride in Don't hesitate when you Get it cause you know I like it Baking up a cake for you Sweet, baby, like it when you bite it We can't just keep talking about it so Normani and Cardi B have teamed up to make the new track that they call Wild Side. So the whole thing with Wild Side is like Cardi B is known for making provocative songs, but with Normani, it's not really as known because you know with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, they're kind of like the top, and the other female artists kind of like are trying to rise to that status. But at the same time, the way that Cardi B and Megan came together making that wildly provocative song called WAP. I'm not even gonna let you know what that stands for. But <laughs> but uh Normani on the other hand is kind of more PG 13 compared to Megan and Cardi's rated R, if I had to compare their um substance and their content. But as far as this track, I mean, it's kind of more on the trying to go for that more provocative type of message. But with this type of track, it is definitely watered down a little bit as the P the PG-13 title would be um, appropriate for this type of content. It, because with Cardi and Megan, that was definitely a rate. Like, that was all the way. That was maybe NC-17. Uh, like, that was, that was very very explicit but with this track it's explicit but not in a way that makes you oh my gosh i can't believe you 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 put this out you would you want your daughter to hear you talking like that like it's not that type of track but i mean for cardi b's verses it, it a little bit is kind of is mostly is <laughs> but as far as the whole track this track as a whole it doesn't really do too much as far as over the top explicit content but getting into the actual the the what went into making this song normani was speaking um with the interviewer and she was saying that she was rehearsing for three weeks preparing for the video cardi b heard the song for uh for the first time from somewhere i don't know and then she said cardi b showed up and brought the record to life and did what cardi does best so i guess she met normani at the studio well not met i don't know if they met earlier or past or in the past but cardi b went to the studio and and laid her verse down and normani said it just brought the track it just gave the track more life then it comes to the video and you already know how what type of video cardi b and those type of artists usually put out like it's very uh a lot of a lot of um a lot of things are not covered so it's it's more it's more open for for the audience to see <laughs> i don't know how else to explain that but anyways uh the wild side wild side video definitely adds to the track as anybody watching it will probably say that the video is definitely as good as the song so that's usually the case when it comes to female artists but you know with we got artists you know the guys, you know, they usually get a lot of money. They just throw it in the air or they have a lot of females on the side because they know they're the main attraction for when it comes to video. So when you have a female artist, that's already taken care of. They can do what they do best in front of the camera. So, yeah, Cardi B it does her thing along with Normani throughout the video. The Wild Side track is very, 
engaging as far as the chorus, the bridge, and the verses. Like, it's a very smooth track. The only time it kind of interrupts that smooth vibe is when Cardi comes in, but then she gets back on her flow, which makes it smooth out, like smoothing out. Because the way that Cardi B comes in is kind of abrupt, but at the same time, it's a welcome change of flow, a change of pace. And especially because it's Cardi B. I mean, who doesn't love Cardi B? So, the Wild Side track, Normani, the chords that she gave, I like the ad-libs that she had when she was going through... I think it was at the beginning of the segment when I was playing the snippet and she was saying like, I don't know, she was giving the ad lib like, ooh, after every try, like every verse she says, like she would say something and then she would be like, ooh, and then like, I don't know, I like, that was my favorite part of the whole track. I just like how that um, added to the whole overall like vocals of the, of the track, like the layers and stuff, like the way that she put that ad lib in definitely added to the actual verse, or not the actual chorus, so. Yeah, now let's get into the actual snippet that, that I have for it. How many times can I say actual? No, I'm just joking. But let's get into the snippet for this wild side track. And for the snippet, I chose to... Okay, hold up one second. That was just playing out of nowhere. But for the snippet, I chose to play Cardi B's verse because I felt like she had a strong verse and you already heard Normani a little bit in the beginning of the segment so I just wanted to switch it up a little bit and give Cardi B a little shine because of course I mean not like Cardi B needs it but she definitely earned it so here's a snippet for Wild Side featuring Cardi B Treat me like a watch, bust me down mm. On the kitchen floor, right on that towel It's my and I want it now, ow Tell me how you want it Put me on my back, on my stomach Baby, let me blow it like a trumpet I could do it all I could probably suck a watermelon into a straw Believe me, every other day, new wig, new hair Come take me out this smooth glare I be waiting on you with some lingerie Drop this down low like bombs away, boom Nothing but a robe in your house. I wanna put these pretty pink toes in your mouth. Send news to your phone while you're working. Boy, you gotta see in person, believe me. We can't just be talking about it. I want you to come inside it. So yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. Cardi Cardi's verse is definitely more provocative than the rest of the explicit substance on this track. So I don't know, I like it. I'm not gonna lie, I like the way that Cardi delivers her vor uh her verse you could tell she's heavily inspired by the amigos the way that she flows and i mean that wasn't amigos flow right there but you can tell that with her whoever her ghostwriter is she she has taken a little notice from how to deliver and, and give a vocal performance as far as like rapping because it's definitely different from singing so and um what else did i have for this track that's all I really have for the track. I mean, I, I don't really know too much I could talk about as, as, as long as they keep putting out this type of, like, music. It, it's nothing out of the norm. It's not, like, going to be my... It's not one of my favorite tracks of 2021 or anything like that. But it's definitely a good track. It's up there as far as the, the better tracks. It's definitely on the better side of tracks released this year. And I really like the Normani, Normani uh, Cardi B collab and... I'm anticipating Normani's album, which I'm really anticipating Scissor's album, but I've said that on enough of these segments. So, yeah, click my kick up. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias 
What do you think of Wild Side featuring Cardi B? And when do you think Normani's album will eventually drop? So yeah, now we're gonna move along and get into Pop Smoke's latest album called Post Hummus Album. That's very important. Post Hummus album called Faith. the vocals you already know we're getting into the what they call him the the big woo pop smoke i don't know does he have any other names i don't think so anyways uh this is the second posthumous album for pop smoke and i really want to first pull up something very important okay one second so as far as the, the post hummus album subject goes, I'm on the side of I think they shouldn't even be a thing unless they unless they had a full album before they passed away. I don't think post hummus album should be should ever be a thing because you're you're putting out someone else's work of art without consulting the artist. You know, it's kind of like unless the art is done and he he just had it sitting or just had it ready to put out like unless the artist was in the process of being rolled out or he was like oh yeah that, that track's gonna go crazy i can't wait to roll it out then i wouldn't touch it but as far as with this i feel like it's more of like uh um it's more of a money play than anything of course because pop smoke for those that don't know has a huge fan base and his fan base is up there with the likes of Juice World. I mean, Juice World, no, Juice World's fan base is something different. But Pop Smoke's <laughs> fan base is okay compared to them. But so Pop Smoke is under Republic Records, a division of UMG Records, and that's very, very important. So Victor, 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 Victor Worldwide is the owner of Republic Records, a division under UMG Recordings. So. That's where most of the money is going to. Most of the money is is going to his label. I don't know how the estate works with how when the artist passed away and who the actual what's it called the actual oh royalties. That's what I was trying to think of the actual royalties. I don't know who that goes to as far as who's next on the totem pole for when Posmo passes away. I don't know if his mom, his sister, but best believe, I mean, if, if think about this, if labels and, and companies try to steal money 
while the artist is alive and talk to them like they're not, like they're just helping them out. What do you think they're gonna do after that artist passes away and they're talking to a person that has no idea what that field is about? It's probably gonna be even worse. So I think most of the money and royalties of this album is probably going to Republic Records and UMG, but at the same time, it's kind of hard to just say that as a fact, but that's just my assumption. Because putting out these Pops Hummus, Hummus albums, like what, who does it benefit? Does it benefit Pop Smoke when it has 300 features on here and you barely get, even get to hear Pop Smoke? Or does it benefit the label that they can put Pop Smoke's name on a Pops Hummus album because they know it's gonna sell? So as far as the actual content of the album, I feel like it was okay. I don't think it was trash at all. I think it would be, it would be hard to make a trash album with this list of features and guests because there's so much different flavors that that's adding to the actual overall experience that it's just hard. It would be hard to even call this bad. The only thing I didn't like was the Pusha T verse, and that's just because like Pusha T, but the way he started it off was just kind of like, it was just kind of corny. Like Tyler has the album of the year until Pop Smoke drops, but I'm gonna drop the album for Trappers. Like it was just like, what do you, like just rap, man. Like why you? Nobody cares. <laughs> so yeah, um, Dua Lipa, Kanye West, Chris Brown is among some of the features on this album. A lot of other features on here. Those those are just ones that I can name off the top of my brain. And the actual Puss Hummus album, I don't think is good until the second half of or gets better. I don't know. If it's gets good. Is that like actual grammar? I don't know. But I don't think it gets better until the second half of the album like i feel like the first half is kind of it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of lackluster and you get to the second half and it's more of the modern vocals and and modern beats and tempos that you're used to so um, that's just for me some of the actual contents of the album i want to get into so starting from the from the sales it's projected to do 110 to 120 thousand first week which is very good for uh, artists that's passed away. Like, I don't care what nobody says. Like, artists that are still here can't even sell this. So, that's why I feel like Republic Records is just trying to capitalize off of post Pop Smoke's name. Because when an artist can't really recoup the royalties from his work, then it's just going to... Like, they could literally... The amount of features they put on here, if they're a state can to him, they could just literally literally lie to him and say all, all the tracks with features they had like 80% uh, ownership of the song, but they could just be lying to them and just taking the money for themselves. Like there's so many little ways that that record label companies could just mess over the artists and which is why there's so many movies out there with artists and label issues. I mean, just think about NWA, the type of label issues they have, it's very common. Like if that doesn't happen, then you wasn't really getting money. Like. There was no money to steal. Like, <laughs> like the, if an artist doesn't get gets try to uh, get, if an artist doesn't try to get manipulated in some type of way, then like financially, then you wasn't really making money in the first place. Like that's usually how these artist documentaries go. Like I don't know one artist that's made that signed with a label and still stay with them to this day, with with no changes. Like no changes. So um. Pop Smoke definitely earned his second number one album in the United States. 
and the sales are just i mean it's not off the charts but it's definitely really solid for artists that's passed away like there's just no denying that so getting to the actual just the content and what i think of the album so it's 20 tracks with like 50 features so their first well the first thing i thought first thing that popped into my mind when i saw the track list was like oh they didn't have any vocals at all like they they had to fill a lot of these songs with features because there was no vocals like when you see an artist and another artist it's like okay so you basically had one verse or one hook from pot smoke and just made it a track by putting other artists on it like dj Khaled type so anyways uh first track good news i think that's more of like an intro i don't think that's an actual track second track more time that's okay i think it's not bad but it's kind of uh that didn't blow me away track number three tell the vision kanye west is putting out an album so i believe he used this as an opportunity to promote his himself as he will be putting out an album pretty soon and the only way to get your name out there is to start doing features and, and things like that like unless you're going to drop a single which i don't think he will so yeah tell the vision i feel like it's a it's a it's a way for kanye to promote his his new album coming up and push it to already talked about his vocals i i don't i'm not a fan track number four manslaughter featuring rick ross and the dream i feel like rick ross and the dream definitely had one of the better features on this album like the way they put like basically this is rick ross and dreams song featuring Postmo. like this is how most of the when when you see two artists uh, uh on this album just think of is their song featuring pop smoke like that's that's how you gotta think of it nowadays because the way that the the label is trying to push his name so rick ross and the dreams track it, it was pretty solid and i like the way that they came together and, and made an actual like it, it's this is like a like if rick ross is putting out an album this would be like an intro for his for this for his album like that's how good i think this track is but I'm not, this is not one of my snippets. It's just, just wanted to point that out. What is one the first snippet for, from this album that I'm going to pay, play is track number five, About a Million. Now, this is 21 Savage and 42 Doug's track featuring Pop Smoke. <laughs> and um, 21 Savage definitely delivered a great verse and he kept my attention the whole 16 or, I don't know, did he give a 16 or? He definitely didn't give it 32, but I think he gave a 16-bar verse. So, his whole verse captivated my attention. And then Posmo comes in with the chorus, and it's just really affectious the way that he comes on. And they um, they really have great chemistry. Um, not more than... I think Posmo, the best chemistry he has is Quavo. Like, I know you thought I was going to say Fabio for him, but no. I think Quavius definitely unleashed a different pocket or found a different pocket working with pop smoke and i think that album that collab album would have went crazy but i still think pop smoke and fabi is a, is a great duo too so here's a snippet that i have from about a million with 21 savage and 42 dub bang do whatever for the game you're gonna pop out with that stick and i know that he won't say a name Daddy got put in a box he came to the wrong hood looking for fame 21 ain't no secret big four well them boys know what i claim claim rich mail cost a lot of show but Four, five, make you do the whole up. Pop smoke, gun smoke, same thing. I'm on the floss, eating cold cut. Say you got a body, so what? Terrorize, got a whole bunch. None of my ops ain't on nothing. 
bro. Got one gun. She gets open and she slippers. She screaming and yelling, put in me. Most of these jewelers is sick of me. Savage spend money ridiculously. I ain't with all of the bickers. They disappear, I know trickery. He made a diss and it tickled me. I don't let boys get to me. Switches on the glocks, resting inside my ops. We treat beef like albums. All that get dropped. Ain't got no brains, I spent your budget on my watch. The tippies ring on my body, cost a hundred, yeah I got about a million working jobs, look I made a quarter up in London, yeah Then I bought 20 chops for the So yeah, that's, um That track, I feel like the, the vocals on Throughout each one, which is so unique and dynamic That it made the track as a whole fire Like 42 Doug, of course, if you heard 42 Doug rap his voice is very distinct. 21 Savage's voice is very distinct. Pop Smoke's voice, I mean, come on. Like, this whole track is it's definitely fire. That's why it was the first snippet that I have for the album. So, um, track number six, Brush Em, featuring Ross Swish. I played this at the beginning of the segment. I really like Ross Swish and the way he came on. I don't want to seem like the, like, because I did cut it off when he first came on, but that's just because, like, I just want to play a snippet and I don't want to play the whole track. I don't think the track is that long. But Pop Smoke and Raw Swish goes back and forth. I don't even know who Swish is, but um, he did he did good on this track, and I felt like it was it was one of those surprising performances that jumped out to me. Like, oh, okay, he, they, you know, they had a little something. I mean, it was still these other artists' album featuring Pop Smoke, but still, like, it's, I don't know. Swish still came with them. Pop Smoke definitely delivered some quotables, like he always does. He's very funny with those. Track number seven, Top Shotted by Pop Smoke and the Neptunes. I thought this was underwhelming, honestly. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was underwhelming. Track number eight, 30 featuring Busy Banks. Um, Busy Banks, I don't know too much about. And I don't know if that's like something that I should, should know about. I feel like it is something I should know about, but like, I don't. So, <laughs> like, I don't. The track was okay to me. It was solid. It wasn't nothing crazy. Track number nine, Beat the Speaker. Underwhelming track. Not that good at all. Track number 10, Coop. Another track that it was just like, just came and went. Like, it's just, it's just not that type of track. Um, well, not that type of track. It's not type, that's not that type of criticism or constructive criticism. So, Coop, for me, the chorus was bland. Sounds like every other chorus that, that was ever made. And the actual verses felt like they were just pulling from old verses that Pop Smoke already like laid. So it was it was kind of weird the way they put this track together. It, it was something off about it. But then we get to track number eleven, "What's Cracking" featuring Takeoff. And this is where I thought. So this is personally my favorite track off the album. Pop Smoke and Takeoff. Their dynamic was definitely um, there. I think I think Pop Smoke just fits the Migos in every way possible. Like he's such a new voice that he he could have been the fourth Migo, but I mean they say that about a lot of people. They say that about Young Thug, which Young Thug could definitely be the fourth Migo. They said that about Future. Who else they said that about? I think that was it. Future and Thug, which is a great list to be on, honestly. So I think Pop Smoke could definitely be a fourth Migo the way that they have. He has so much chemistry with each and every one of the Migos, which I don't know what tracks does he have with Offset. I'll have to look that up, but actually, let me look it up right now because I'm, I feel like 
Offset has such great beat selection, but with Pop Smoke, like you have to go with the beats that he sets because it's like, uh, um, the drill beat. So you have to go with whatever beat he, he picks. So, um, Pop Smoke and Offset has doesn't have any tracks. That's that's weird. Wow, that's crazy. Hot Smoke doesn't have any tracks for Offset. I wonder if there's a beef there or whatever. Anyways, um, Hot Smoke definitely came with it with what's cracking. Gave us a very, a very, um, what's the word for it? A catchy. He gave us a very catchy hook. And Takeoff, when he came in rapping, like it was just a great addition to the track. And this, I don't know, Puller was cracking, a lot of guns and all that, a lot of sticks and automatics. Like, I just thought that was just great. Like, it was just a vibe throughout the whole track. Even though, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen, it was still it was still a great track to listen to and vibe to. Track number 12, Genius by Pop Smoke, Lil TJ, and Sway Lee. I thought that track was good. Definitely one of the better tracks on this album. Track number 13, Mr. Jones featuring Future. Future and Pop Smoke, their styles match each other in like a way that makes this track rememberable and is a standout on the album in my opinion but then you get into ooh, track number 14 well quote unquote track it's an interlude so it's not really a track woo baby interlude and then track number 15 you get into woo baby featuring greatest artist of all time chris brown so with chris brown i mean he literally is so consistent with his vocals it's just like how does this man never miss? Like, it's just, he's been famous since, like, ever. <laughs> like, he's been famous since he came out the womb. And he's still putting out these type of vocal performances. It's kind of crazy. And how he could sing, dance, rap. I mean, you know he could rap because he was rapping on the famous um, track with, with was it tech? No, it was Busta Rhymes. And he was like, how they hate him from outside the club? They can't even get in. And then he just started rapping. And then, I don't know, that was just great. And trying to do what Buster Rom does. And then Buster Rom was like, oh, yeah, let me show you how this really is done. So, you know, Chris Brown is just multifaceted in a way that I don't think any other artist is. is. Like, And one of the things, the unfortunate things about it is like, I feel like all the best artists have something they struggle with or deal with. And it's kind of like the best athlete. All, all, well, not all of them, but some of the best athletes in the world have a lot of things you have to deal with them about. And so it's just like, like with, with Chris Brown, we know his drug, I don't know if it's addiction, but his drug use is uh, very, very publicized. So that's one of the things he struggles with. And I don't know. I just feel like he this track was great. And that's why it's the second, second snippet that I have to play for the album. So here is Woo Baby with Pop Smoke and Chris Brown right now. No plastic, you know how to get right, mama. 
get my baby She know my work, kissing on my juice Out shirt, no time for holding hands She holding my word, baby pop the pussy and everything but a bird I'm loving her good, making sure she never hurt She my wood, never too classy to slurp Look me in my eyes, when you tell me that it's mine Told her I'm too player, I can't fall for the lies I know baby, that you a bad little something And that ass drive me crazy I swear that nothing else faze me I like Miami Adam yeah, no. And that feel like Jello Shorty like skinny tatties Flash so I grabbed it Yeah, Pop Smoke and Chris Brown I mean, Chris Brown in general Is just one of those artists that's just No, not just one of the best artists ever Honestly, so His vocals are always consistent I always wonder if the never mind. <laughs> oh, track number sixteen, demeanor featuring Dua Lipa. I think I said that right. I don't even know. But um, that's the third and final snippet I have for the album because I really enjoyed this track. I don't know. I just liked how different it was, and some people may not like it. I don't really think that. Like the way that this track goes is not for everybody, but I feel like this is a great thing for pops. Well, he's passed away, but his label, his his label that's basically using him for money, they definitely knew what they was doing, putting him on this type of track because it's very radio friendly. And I feel like this is going to do a lot of numbers, but I'll be interested to see what the public reception is to this actual track. But so here is Demeanor, Pop Smoker, <laughs> Pop Smoker, what type of, that's like the off-brand Pop Smoker. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Pop Smoke featuring Dua Lipa. Here is, I'm just gonna play a snippet. Here, here it is right now. Mommy's still gonna love a kid. I just took 20 from the city, they like who is you? A lot of talking that they don't really do. I'm about to turn my Air Force Ones into a Gucci show. I'm about to turn my Timberlands into a Yeezy boot. My president, black bandana is blue. Got me dripping, got me glistening like I came out the pool. I'm so exotic like I came out the zoo. But I shot out the coop. I got a scope with a clear eye view. Shorty said she like my demeanor. And she look like a heater. I'm off the geeky. I think the reason I like that track so much is because it reminded me so much of 50 Cent. And 50 Cent did the last album so, like, he did the last album justice in a way that, like, hasn't, it's definitely not reciprocated in this album. Like, the love is, I feel like it's not there. Like, the way that 50 Cent took his last album, even though it was basically done, which I feel like it's the only way you should be able to put out Posthumous album for artists. Then, um, like 50 Cent definitely took the time and, and and made that album the best it could be. And it definitely didn't hurry that Pop Smoke kind of sounded like him on some tracks. Definitely on this track, he sounded like 50 Cent. Track number 17, Spoiled, featuring Pharrell Williams. Pharrell, either he needs to become a rapper or producer. He's trying to do the Kanye thing a little bit too late into the game. I don't know if he's been rapping or not because I know he, he does. He, he came out with that his huge hit called happy but as far as rapping like for real i don't really know the last time he's actually rapped like that but i'll have to look at pharrell williams history maybe i'm bugging but i did like the track i just don't feel like pharrell like like i don't know the bc make is great it's just like why feature on a pop smoke it just doesn't like if you're gonna rap with somebody rap with somebody like drake or somebody somebody that's not 
known for like the gang life and stuff like that because i don't feel like pharrell williams is is known for that type of thing and for him to be rapping it's just different like why not just give him a beat and just not not associate with that anyways track number 18 eight ball featuring kid cuddy now interestingly enough i thought this track was very um lackluster and kid cuddy i felt like had the second best album of the year last year behind after hours by the weekend but with this track i feel like it was very lackluster kid cuddy's verse was okay but like the whole vibe of the track was just thrown off i don't think these two artists mix well at all track number 19 backdoor featuring kodak black and quavo i thought this track was amazing kodak black and quavius definitely played played off of pot smokes energy throughout the whole track and like i said quavius and pot smoke is the best duo since like i don't know like they, they the way they play like the way that pot smoke was bringing out new ideas from quavo was just amazing so yeah that was it like i feel like quavius had to go back to the migos and try to cook up something with them because i feel like that next step for quavius in his career was definitely him and pop smoke putting out like a collab tape because the way that they worked and the way that they gelled was just was migos like so track number 20 mercy something too fancy and, and expensive for me to pronounce i thought that was a solid ending for the album so overall overall i felt like this album was was not bad but the first half was kind of a struggle for me to get through but i i, I feel like the way that they structure this is the label is going to make a lot of money from this and they don't really care too much about upholding pop smoke's legacy like the way that this album is going to be promoted and money's going to be put in to promote these records is definitely i want to say upsetting but it's weird to see labels record labels profiting off of somebody's death in a way that's really untasteful like distasteful because the first album pot smoke i mean 50 cent was behind it of course pot smoke was a huge fan of uh, 50 Cent asking for all sorts of advice so it was only right for 50 Cent plus the the album was almost done like I think he was having a listening party when he I don't, I don't know if it was a listening party when he died but the album was like the rollout was the album was about to come out and then he died and then so they pushed it back 50 Cent came through and put his final touches on it and then the album came out but this seems like they didn't have no type of concept for the album which is a bunch of pop smoke uh, vocals put other famous people on it and then after that it was just like okay that's what you get and i just don't like that at all honestly i, I just i think that's lazy so and and definitely distasteful but i don't know click my link tree let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of the record label republic putting out this track pos homer's album and do you think it's distasteful why and why not so yeah now we're going to switch it up and get into pokemon go fest 2021 okay so the reason that pop pokemon go is not as exciting for me is because like the way that it goes with pokemon go fans is always 
I want to say always, but it's mostly like a niche audience. Like the way that Pokemon Go is is structured, it's very much for people who are actually, which every game should be like this, but to actually be considered a Pokemon Go player, you have to go to these type of fests. And, it, and it's like, what if you just want to play Pokemon Go for fun? Like, what if you just want to play it back in your, like, back in your backyard and then just don't want to deal with people you know what i mean like why do you have to go out and go to these big congested areas while pandemic is still around hasn't went away at all and pokemon goes holding a whole fest where people are standing right beside each other with no mask it's just like i don't know it's just, it, I, don't, I feel like it's very unsafe and and the way that this event is being held it, it's excluding a lot of players but at the same time I feel like it's definitely good for the the actual game like it's for the actual people behind the game because it's promotion at the end of the day but the actual well-being of the people attending these events i don't think it's as safe so but anyways so what's today so um they're having different different hours of the day or different hours of each day they're having different pokemons pop out and then you can de defeat them as a collective or if you don't defeat them they'll just go i mean they'll just escape you know the whole pokemon thing like oh you caught him or oh he got away stuff like that so <laughs> yeah i mean that's basically how it goes so the whole pokemon go fest it is interesting to see like people fighting like alongside each other like oh i'm using this attack oh i'm using this attack and they're all doing like 10 damage at a time but at like at some point they eventually bring the health bar all the way down to zero so it's it's um it's great to, to see that happen but as far as the actual pokemon go go fest and like what what's the point of it so the point of it is to pick up like very rare pokemon and there's a lot going on for like it's, there's a lot going on like there's there's all type of pokemon you can catch not just the big one that they put on the screen but pokemon go is, is usually a great way for people to celebrate pokemon pokemon in, in general because this is the fifth anniversary of pokemon go so for people coming and attending the event i mean there are eventually they're also celebrating the the anniversary so there's a lot of things that go on. So for oh my goodness, why is these pages on this one? Go back. I don't like when articles like they're not optimized. And what I mean by that is when you click on an article, a whole bunch of ads pop up, so the whole site just shuts down. Like it's just that just means it's unoptimized. Like you need money that bad where I can't even read the whole thing, but that whatever. So basically, back what was I saying? Basically, there's like, there's a lot of things that go on in Pokemon Go Fest. So you can earn an extra of, of 10,000 XP for winning a raid battle. Uh, the spin the spin gem photo disc to earn up to 10 raid passes. These are for people who actually play the game. This is language specifically for people who play the game. Because right now I don't know what this means. Complete time research to earn up to eight remote raid passes. Pick up an event bundle. Uh, will it be will be available for shop I don't know why this, this is giving me trouble too basically you get a lot of XP catch a lot of rare Pokemon and that's Pokemon Go Fest 2021 okay I mean that's it I mean it's not really too much I, it's not too much in depth I can go about a Pokemon 
go game when it's just like mobile so for those that want to like are actually interested in the franchise you have to like travel all the way there to the spots that they have it at and where is it held at if i can even get that information without it shutting down on me let me see oh it's in chicago oh wow that's interesting so they just you know how I talked about the well-being of people in the beginning of that segment? They just must not care at all. Like, the Pokemon Go people just like, yeah, man, if they die, they die. Like, that's just crazy. Because, you know, Chicago, they, hey, 4th of July was not his favorite. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, so that's all I have. Click my link, share in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Pokemon Go Fest 2021? And, and, and am I underselling it? And that's, that's all I have for it. So, yeah. Now we're going to get into the final segment, which is Blueface TikTok. Okay, so with Blueface, he's one of those type of artists that is really, really entertaining. Now, as far as the substance of his music, it's very acquire, uh, uh, an acquiring taste. So for coffee, you know, people like coffee some people drink it. Some people don't because they don't like the taste. Blueface, some people listen to him. Some people don't because they don't like how he's offbeat and they feel like he can't rap. But in my opinion, my humble opinion, I feel like Blueface is one of the best rappers in his class. But his delivery, his uh, ability, or should I say ability to not be able to find a beat is, is tremendous. And it really takes away from his bar. So if he was a ghostwriter, I think he would be better. <laughs> as, as crazy as that sound. If he was a ghostwriter, I think he would be better. Because the delivery sometimes is, is offbeat. It's just off-putting. And he, he literally said in one interview that he writes to, to the beat. Like he writes on beat and he just delivers it. He's just off. So that just sounds like he's just not a rapper in the first place. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being like as honest as I can be. But with Blueface TikTok... He's put out a track where he is giving play-by-play -play instructions to anybody to dance to and um, put on TikTok. The, the, the social media app made by China has taken over the world, literally. Also, uh, plug. <laughs> I, I should probably plug this. The Notorious Mass Effect TikTok is live. I did a little soft launch, but at this point, it's, it's just live and up and... And it's doing it's doing well. Um, each video gets likes and views, and right now we're at like 10,000, 11,000 likes. Um, followers were like at 700, so it's a very soft launch in general. But at the same time, like literally, I started from zero, so I'm I'm enjoying posting on there. Okay, back from the plug. <laughs> Blueface TikTok. The track goes like. If you got that stuff on, I'm giving the PG version, take it off, vibe to the song from the left to the right, from the front to the back, then it's back to the right, to the left, mop it up, clean it up, great cup, do your stuff, take a sip, then you dip with the hip hop, put this on TikTok. So that's very like an instruction based song. And along with the beat, the beat is amazing. Like the way that they have this beat going, like somebody on the piano like that's what it sounds like somebody just on the piano back there just going crazy and then the 808s kick in and then and then blueface just keeps giving the instructions from the left to the right mop it up clean it up great cup do your stuff like it's just like 
the track is very very good in my opinion but honestly i feel like this is the track that can either blow up or people are just gonna kill it like i love drake's tiktok well i just anyways um, <laughs> um i really like drake's tiktok track but the way that they did it it was like everybody was killing it for him attempting to put it on tiktok i'm like if you have a fire track and is what was it called tiktok no it was called tootsie it was called the tootsie slide and people were just killing it for no reason it was just like oh my gosh why is he trying to appeal to the kids he's a grown man he needs to start a fan like it was just going at him like it was just crazy like i never seen anything like it and then blueface tiktok comes out and people just like man this is fire like i can't like it's literally called tiktok people are like oh my gosh this is fire so i guess it's just different people that can get away with different stuff which drake can get away with a lot of stuff but surprisingly to his detriment promoting to the tiktok audience just wasn't one of them so i mean they have no problem with him speaking in spanish portuguese um what else uk rapping uh uk slang and just but appealing to the tiktok audience oh that's just out of bounds so anyways blueface tiktok on the other hand follows recent drops like patience with cowboy which a lot of people blew up online saying that Blueface came with a new flow, which I don't think he came with a new flow. I, I just think he delivered it better and he was on beat. But because his bars are always there. Like I listened to the whole Blueface album, his last album he put out. I think it was called Find the Beat. And it was like, it was a great album. Like, uh, not great. Okay, let me chill. It wasn't great. It was, it was solid. It was listenable. And um, the way that he was rapping on that, it was like, like this man can really put together some words and it's just like his delivery is off and he's off beat it's kind of like i wouldn't say it's like g herbo because g herbo really raps about just killing and all that type of stuff but blueface he puts some words together that makes you like think and i don't know i do have a snippet for the track so you could kind of get an idea of what i'm talking about in the snippet so yeah i'm gonna play the snippet for blueface tiktok so y'all can judge for yourself so here it is right now Hey man, if you got your mouth for flipping pepper stepping stone, man, tie them hoes up tight to where you ain't got no circulation in your ankle. You hear me? Cause, cause vibe to the song, man. If you got your mouth, look. Hey, if you got that, don't take it off. Vibe to the song from the left to the right, from the front to the back, then it's back to the right, to the left. Mop it up, clean it up, grade cup, do your stuff, take a sip, then you dip with the hip hop. Put this on TikTok, no, not like that, like. From the front to the back, then it's back to the right to the left. Mop it up, clean it up, grab a cup, do your stuff, take a sip, then you dip with the hip hop. Put this on TikTok, flip, 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 running out his flip flop, 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 crack a bitch off a TikTok, rock, 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 don't stop like you running from the cop, cop, cop. Let this thing pop, pop as a up, up, up. I just got the drop, drop at a drop, 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 stop and roll, grab a pole, let me know what you know. If you got that stone, vibe to the song from the left to the right, from the front to the back, then it's back to the right to the left mop it up clean it up gray cup do your stuff take a sip then you dip with the hip-hop put this on tiktok no, not like it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you well with doordash this is now possible as doordash connects people with the best restaurants in their city they do this by empowering local businesses and in turn generate new ways for people to earn work and live with your favorite restaurants at your fingertips DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time and energy for yourself and those you love.
delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. So yeah, he was going. That was I mean, that was for the whole track. Like he put another verse in, and then gave the chorus again. Like he was going, he was flowing. I, I like it. I think it was uh, catchy. And TikTok could definitely blow up on TikTok, but it just depends on if the culture is gonna accept it or if they're just gonna claim that he's trying to um, profit off of TikTok culture, which. Who's not trying to profit off of them? <laughs> Honestly, like the Notorious Mass Effect, at the Notorious Mass Effect on TikTok, you, you, you can go follow it right now. You know, subscribe. Well, not subscribe, but follow and click the videos and maybe leave a like if you like the video. So, yeah. That's all I have for Blueface TikTok. I think it's a tremendous song. Um, also, on my link tree, there's, I don't think I promote this enough. I have a playlist for the actual pod to the to the music I actually listen to. And so I update it every week with the newest, latest tracks and some old tracks, but I mean, it's very up to date. Like it's from this year, most of the tracks. And it's just tracks that I feel like it's some of the best that came out this year. And, but I mean, it's really fresh. Like it's, I call it fresh fire because it's, it's new tracks. So it's newer tracks with some of the old tracks being the, the ones that I think is the best, the, the better, on the better side of coming out this year. So yeah. Click my link tree and let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Blueface TikTok? And do you think he's caught one? Like, do you think he, do you think this would be a hit? So yeah, so now getting into the overview of the pod. We started with Normani and Cardi B Wildside. Talked about how Cardi B is very provocative. Normani, not so much. She's like PG-13, but she's a great artist. And they, together, they deliver a great song. Then we switched it up and got to Pow Smoke, Faith. I talked about how Republic Records, Victor Victor and UMG, all of them, like, that's over this. They, I feel like they are just distastefully profiting off of Pop Smoke's name. And I feel like that was, I, I just, I just hope they'll stop, honestly. Then we get to Pokemon Go Fest 2021. I basically gave a synopsis on how I have no idea what Pokemon Go Fest is, but I did break it down in a way that you could have pulled out some type of useful information in that segment. <laughs> then I ended with Blueface TikTok and talked about how I feel like this was a great, perfect track for Blueface. And also, I mean, if he was put into a movie, I think people would like, people would be like, wow, he was a great actor because Blueface has that personality and he just needs a hit to go along with it. And I feel like TikTok is that hit. So that's about it for the episode. Thanks for t- thanks for tuning in to the, to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my cash app located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. 
Wish you were dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com.